and I read some of the comments and people were tagging each other and a lot of people were giving them heaps of shit about even sharing it at all because they were just scaring people. She tagged me in the social media post. Um, She also ended up getting in there and giving it to a few people who were commenting. Let's just give it a bit of time. It had only been a couple of hours. My name is Mad Mumsy and I've been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cut mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. Oh, how do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Not everyone is cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? <laughs> oh, I crack me. I just wanted to touch base with you and share a few thoughts. I'm thinking about my next Shift Miner article, a great magazine that goes out to most of the mine sites here in central Queensland and you can also access it online with a membership and they've been great to me and were the first people to ever listen to my thoughts and voice about mining. It's due in a couple of weeks and I wasn't quite sure what I was going to write about and then today or in the last couple of hours something has come up I'm recording this as much as notes to self about what has just happened for my article and some feedback that I have received and just some thoughts. But who knows, knowing me, it just might end up being a podcast episode because I've been a bit slack of late and routine has gone a bit out of the window this 2019 at the start and I do endeavour, I will endeavour, I promise, to get some... Oh. Sorry, I have to answer that. So I've just put the real miner on silent, but I am watching his messages because at the moment I need to hear them. I can't really share too much about me old real miner. However, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that he does work underground in a coal mine, as do a few other people who I know and who have been on the podcast. And I'll share links to those episodes with Sean and Shifty and the other one with Soraya. So I heard that at a mine site here in central Queensland there had been a crash between some machines and um, somebody was critical. So the person who I knew had to go home and just see what happened. The first place I thought of to go was to social media. So I went to a Facebook group that I'm in and there was nothing on there. I bet there is by now. So I popped onto Channel 7 Facebook page because someone had said they'd seen it on the news. And sure enough, just under a couple of other things, it was there. And I read some of the comments and people were tagging each other 
and a lot of people were giving them heaps of shit about even sharing it at all because they were just scaring people. I think the biggest thing was the vagueness of it all, like, which is, I'm not just criticising, I'm not even criticising because it's the news and that's, you know, we want to know what's going on in the world, which is why we watch the news, why we follow their Facebook pages and stuff. And if you don't like it, well, unfollow, turn off, switch off if you don't want to know what's going on. However, a lot of people were quite horrified at the vagueness because there are a lot of mine sites out here and this one happened to be underground. There's also a lot of open cut, but they just said a mine site and thousands of people in our area, even the whole state of Queensland nationally, let's face it, work in mining and which mine they didn't say and they would have known but they that could have been one part of their early early respect but the reason I bring it up is because I was talking about it to my daughter who if you have listened to my podcast um, will know that her partner died on a mine site um, a few years ago now and I'm not going to delve into that because I've broken your heart and ours again as I have shared anniversaries and and things all about Big T. Rest in peace, Big T. Love you. This brought up something for her as I was messaging her about what had just happened and she she tagged me in the social media post. Um, She also ended up getting in there and giving it to a few people who were commenting let's just give it a bit of time it had only been a couple of hours and everyone's worrying and people were on there saying well the next of kin would have been notified so if you haven't heard love it's not your partner don't be so dramatic and you know comments like that and people are worried if your partner works out there or your son or your your dad your mum anybody you know or if you just care about people in general You'd be like, oh, no, I know someone who works in the mines. I hope they're okay. So a lot of them were were trying to, they were commenting with each other. Each comment had a lot of threads, you know, and I did have a quick, quick look and then I, um, you know, went and ate tea and was messaging my daughter and she um, she rang me and said she remembers when, Big T died, Tony, our beloved Tony. And before the police had even come to my house, because I was the one who had to find her because she was away on a holiday and tell her that Tony had died as the next of kin. Um, And they couldn't find her, but we were at her place. Anyway, it's a long story. So they told us and then I had to find her and tell her worst moment of my life ever but she had people and she hadn't heard because she was on holidays and hadn't wasn't near her phone which is why I couldn't get onto her for a bit but she had some voicemail on there from people calling her up leaving a message actually she said they rang and left a voice message and 
We'll leave your message as a text. Remember that? Or do you know you know about that? And I always think, oh, I would have bloody texted him if that was the case and usually just hang up. But she had one and it said, so sorry for your loss. But she didn't see it till after, thank goodness. Um, not that it helped, but in this in this scenario, what I, I guess the reason I bring that up is because people say next of kin, if your partner works there and you're next of kin and you haven't heard yet, it's all good. It's not your partner, man. Well, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm calling bullshit. I'm going to have another drink because it can take a long time for paperwork. What, do you think they go straight, straight through? I know with Big T... It took quite a while. So the reason I wanted to record this other than to make notes for my shift minor article is to maybe help you become aware about how delicate the situation can be. Social media can be good when the the skies are opening and the with uh, rain and cyclones and uh, is this road open you know you don't want to follow the the map that might have been updated an hour ago because roads are tidal and you know it's great for that get on there you get live action like the turtle man would say live action so i love social media sites for that and i highly recommend it especially also for when you're looking for work all you newbies out there i know i'm trying to send you more and share them whenever i see them and don't give up, don't give up. But when it comes to there's been an accident on site, you know, bad shit, that's when I think we all need to just take a big deep breath. And yes, we might be worried about our own loved ones. Hopefully you've got some of the comments actually helped me, which also inspired me to record this so I don't forget what they said. But they said things like, or some of them said, well, you'd have the number for the site, ring them. And so this lady rang the site um, where it had been publicly by now acknowledged that that's where this accident was. And they said they can't release anything which they can't because there's still under investigation and they're in the middle of it. It's only been a couple of hours, man, and something really shit bad has happened on their site. There's freaking helicopters there. There's cops. There's media. There's, you know, they've got to... Is everyone accounted for? Is everyone safe? We've got to let the mines department know. Oh, my God, the mines department, they're going to come. They're going to check. Is everyone authorised? Is this, that? And, you know, like, they're just... You know, I think I've spoken about this before. I do know someone who was involved on a site where there was a death. They didn't even go to where the accident was. They went straight to look look at everyone's paperwork, you know. Had they um, swiped on and um, were they authorised to be where they were and all, all of these sort of things. That's why for all of us workers who you get pissed off with doing procedures and updates and the training department, nag, 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 nag. You, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Well, and supervisors, you've got to let your training department have a bit of time to get shit done because when something like this happens, and you know, supervisors know, that that's where they start. 
and then they dig deeper and let's find out what the fuck actually happened. Now where was I? <laughs> I'll have another drink. So you ring site, you can't get through. Do you know anyone on their crew? I'm I'm speaking to you now if you are the partner at home or um, you don't have to be the partner, you can be anyone who's worried. Do you know someone on their crew? Do you know someone on the oncoming crew or the offcoming crew? Because they know they've been at the... They've been at the mess. They've probably been to site and been sent home because, you know, there ain't going to be no work going down when there's a big accident Um, because most of the time things will be held up for at least 24 hours, 12 if it's not, not too horrendous, but if it's really bad it can be days. And with good reason because they've got to get in there and find out what the fuck actually happened? Why did this happen? How can we prevent it from happening? Then they go into the big safety rollouts um, and share what you know, uh, what actually went down, what could have prevented it, why won't this happen anymore? You know, the Swiss cheese, the big thing here, which apparently has been defunct. Google it. The Swiss cheese holes. Are lining up, which means we've had lots of little incidents and uh, the Swiss cheese holes line up. There's big shits going down. I'm not saying this has happened at this, on this occasion or every occasion, but that is something as a mine worker you will hear over and over and over. And then even other workers on other sites. It might not even be your company. You might, this particular one was, happened to be underground it might, could well have been open cut, doesn't matter, but wherever you are, a lot of times they'll talk about it and they'll bring it up. Sometimes I've been on crews where you kind of feel like it happened on our crew, you know, like, hang on, man, we didn't do this or this didn't happen to us or that's not how we roll or um, this was just a freak accident and sometimes that just happens. You know, sometimes there's health reasons why accidents happen. Like Big T, he just he just had a heart attack. Never did get out of that troopy properly at the bottom of a coal mine. But shut the mine down. It made everyone reflect. Let's look at our... Um, first aid response, do we all know CPR, stuff like that. So the, the the ripple effect is, I guess, is where I'm coming from here, the ripple effect about how the whole industry and the um, – oh, no, I'll go into that next. <laughs> the, how the whole in, – how the whole – oh, I need a drink. It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. I'm enjoying it. Well, that's the wrong word. Um, reflecting is always good. Having someone to talk to is always good and helpful. And I hope that the crews that are out there right now, that's what they're doing. Sometimes things don't hit you till later as well. You know, you have big crisis and um, like recently we've just had in the Townsville region and Julia Creek, Hewenden, Mount Isa, 
like all up there, they just had the big ma- massivist. <laughs> I don't think that's even a word. A massive rain event. Like they got two meters in some place. Two two freaking meters of rain. You know, there's crocodiles swimming in the streets. <laughs> Sounds like an exaggeration, but no shit, there were crocodiles around. Um, And then the water recedes, you know, the media go away, and you've you've got to deal with the insurance, you've got to clean up your place, you know, have you still even got a job depending on your workplace because a lot of shopping centres, just businesses shut. Um, Say if you drive cattle trucks up north, you know, the cattle, they've most so many hundreds of thousands of them by the look of it have died. So that's the reason I bring that up is because of, uh, you know, mental health in inverted commas. Um, but it it can hit you later. Shit hits you later. You know, you're in the you're in the middle of it. You got the adrenaline. You you're dealing with it. You rescuing your pets. You're getting your shit out. You. <clears throat> you're at the community centre or whatever it is, wherever you are, even at the mine site, something like this happens. What? What happened? Everyone's texting. Are you okay? Is it you? No, I'm all, I'm all good. Okay, I'll tell all the rest of the family. That's great. And you might get sent home. Oh, bit of an early knock. You know, um, contractors, well, you're not going to get paid for that, are you? Then you have your week off or whatever it is on your roster. You go back. Then they might start to talk about what happened and then that's when they slip into the prevention mode so that it doesn't happen again and you know I guess that's part of P I've never known how to say PTSD post-traumatic stress syndrome D D disorder post-traumatic stress disorder PTSD that's it and any of us can get that at, at any time and so what are we you know, what do you have in place to help you with that? We have, and I have interviewed people on this podcast. I'll leave the links in the show notes, you know, the Are You OK movement. So many people who are helping not just us miners, busted ass miners as the hard hat mentor would say, you know, um, people people in general, like like the kids, you know, if your kids are watching the news and they know that daddy or mummy works at that mine site, um, they go to school, people are asking them, and then, you know, like with all of those floods and everything, you know, I heard a teacher on the ABC um, North Queensland show and she was talking about the strategies they've got in place to help kids deal with what they've just all been through, you know, and then there's the guilt of... They didn't lose their house and everything, but their friends did. So I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but I guess my main point here, looking at points, I'll just put my glasses back on and have a look at the notes I did write down. When I was speaking to my daughter, yeah, she said about people calling her, saying sorry for your loss, and she didn't even know she'd had a loss yet. And her phone was already blown up. The cops hadn't contacted her. But when we don't know what is going on, where's the first place we go? Social media. So 
if nothing else from listening to this podcast, reading this article when I write all this up, if we can at least when we're in the middle of the drama, you know, keyboard warrior, as my daughter says, if we can at least in the moment try to not feed the drama, give it some time for the facts to come out and for the people that need to be notified to have some time for everyone to, okay, yes, perhaps someone died, perhaps they didn't, perhaps they're in hospital and stuff, you know, they've got to find the records, make sure your records are up to date of the right person that you want to be contacted in case of an emergency. And is it someone that, you know, is contactable and do you have another one? Oh, and here's a good thing. So I hate this word now because of drugs and so much shit, but I hate the word ice. But I saw on a show at one point about ambulance men, policemen, and they go and say you've had a car crash and you go to hospital and they don't know who the fuck you are. You know, maybe you haven't got your license on you or you've got your license, but they still don't know who to ring. Who do, who do they tell? So they can't go to the office to look up stuff as on a mine site. So they they suggested putting, in, and instead of just putting mum, dad, you know, because you might have mum and dad in there, but they might be the last two bloody people you want anyone, anyone to tell what's happening in your life. Like if you don't get on with your mum and dad or brother, sister, who are you know, like, you know, whatever. So they suggested putting the word ice in front of who you want to be contacted in case of an emergency. Ice, in case emergency. So I've got ice mum, ice my daughter, ice my other daughter. <laughs> and they asked me why, because they see on the phone, you know, why, why that mum? And I told them, and I said, we all should have that. So there's my little, that's my little free lesson for today. In closing, that's all I wanted to say. I just needed to speak about this. And for all of you who are out there who work in the mines, you are actually out there doing the shit. Please stay safe. Don't become complacent. Look after your health. Watch out for your mates and get home safely. I know you hear, and you know, it just sounds so, even as I'm saying that, I'm like, yeah, well, well, we hear that every pre-start, you know, <laughs> or every state of the nation and, and whatever. And, People say it for good reason, because that's what we need to do. So please, my peeps, stay safe, be real, be special, and have fun. Although, you know, there's probably a lot of people who aren't having too much fun right now. Understandably so. Until next time, stay safe, be real, be special. Watch out for your mates. Don't be complacent. That's it. Jesus.